With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody, and live from Paul Tagliabue's doghouse. Excuse me, Commissioner Goodell. It's the fourth and inches show with Jenna and the Sherpa. Jenna, I know you were probably first in line to buy Ted when the video came out yesterday, but other than that, I'm how was your week? I'm not going to lie. I really did buy it yesterday. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Did you uh, see it in the theater? That was an awesome movie. Yeah, I loved that. It was hilarious. Yes. So... Speaking of hilarious, how can people get in touch with our all the mirth and merriment here at the Fourth and Inches show? We are going to be here for a full hour here until 10:30 p.m. Eastern Time, as we are every week. Talking and, about Ted, no doubt. Yeah, I'm sure we'll talk a lot about Ted. You never know. Tom Brady. <laughs> it is it is Tom Brady slash Aaron Rodgers day if you're paying attention to 12-12-12, but we'll get to that later. Um, if you want to call in and talk to us, tweet us, email us, have your questions answered, your opinion heard, there are plenty of ways to do that. You can give us a call at 347-677-1608. That's 347-677-1608. Or like I said, you can find us on Twitter at the number 4THN Inches Show. That's the number 4THN Inches Show. You can also email us at the number 4 show at gmail.com. The chat room is open. You can find us all week long on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page at fantasyfootballsherpa.com. There's also a great blog there and at our personal Twitter accounts as well. And I think I've exhausted all of the possible ways you can get a hold of us, perhaps sign language or smoke signals. If that floats your boat, we will we'll try to interpret. <laughs> Um, But we do have a big week of games this week. It's uh, the latest in NFL history that this late in the season, so many teams with winning records have played each other, are playing each other. Uh, There are going to be six games where both teams have winning records this week. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and make a prediction that all 16 games this weekend, Mm -hmm. the team that scores more points is going to win. Whoa, whoa, that is a bold prediction. I don't know if we were ready for that quite so soon. Write that show. down. <laughs> you can hold me to it. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see how that one pans out. You never know. I feel pretty good about it, actually. That's good. As long as um, there aren't, because there are no overtime ties in football in the regular season, as Donovan McNabb told us. Hopefully you feel better about that than I uh, should have about my Arizona winning prediction last week, because that clearly did not work out great for me. Uh, I'm just happy your Giants prediction was wrong. Yeah, I'm not. (laughs) But that's neither here nor there. (laughs) So so what injuries and waiver wire claims do we have um, for people this week? Why why don't we dive right in and start in with quarterbacks uh, who, let's see, quarterback-wise, I guess, Jay Cutler and RG3 were the the ones that went down. uh, They both claim they're going to play. So that's worth noting. Um, yeah, but even if they play, I wouldn't necessarily count whether on them being 100% or not you want to start them, them, that's a whole other story, but I don't think you need to rush out and get their backups. All right, here's here's one for you. Play. Somebody wrote me before, and um, actually Jake, who worked with me a couple of summers ago. And mm, I remember. He, um, you remember Jake, yeah. I and do. he wrote me and asked whether I thought that RG3 would be a better start, assuming he plays against Cleveland, or whether I would go with Joe Flacco against Denver. Who would you go with there? I think, oh, that's a tough one. It really is you wouldn't have asked. Obviously. (laughs) Normally, if Baltimore hadn't fired their offensive coordinator this week, I might be inclined to say Joe Flacco, even against that Denver defense. But I guess this week I'm going to go RG3. It pains me a little bit to do it. but I'd go Flacco, but we'll see. And um, 
the other one he had for me was pick which tight end you would rather have this week. Vernon Davis against New England's defense or or um, Brandon Myers against Kansas City's defense. Oof. Um, you know, I might go Vernon Davis. I know I, I love I'd Brandon, go Brandon Myers, Myers, but I just I just think that Vernon Davis can put some points up this week. All right, and that's probably a good thing though. You should all start Brandon Myers since every time I pump him up, he seems to become non-existent. When I don't talk about him, he has a great game, so that's probably a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so quarterback-wise, who should people be looking at on the waiver wire if they need a quarterback this week? Um, there's still a fair amount of leagues that Colin Kaepernick's available in. Um. If he's available, go get him. He's going to have a nice week this week. Just keep in mind that even though he may not throw for a ton of yards, he's still going to rush, and he's going to get you 50 or 60 yards on the ground, which is always nice. Um, And then, obviously, as I say every week, go pick up Napoleon Dynamite, a.k.a. Nick Foles. Uh, (laughs) I think that uh, we saw what he can do a little bit last week. I'm excited to see what else he can do this week. Uh, Michael Vick definitely was ruled out, even though he finally passed the concussion test, so you don't need to worry about that. Only drawback is... It is the dreaded Thursday night game where fantasy points seem to go to die. So just keep that in mind. All right. And it looks like the Sherpa has dropped. So he will be back in just a couple of minutes. Until then, we will take a look at some of the other waiver wire positions. Um, again, it's it's the playoffs for most of you, so... I don't imagine there's a ton of tinkering going around with your lineup, but most of these guys are not players we would recommend throwing your your entire fantasy playoff value behind. It's This should not be your number one quarterback or your number one running back. These are just kind of pieces to fill your lineup. Isn't that right, Sherpa? <laughs> you hear me okay? Yeah, you're back. <laughs> okay, I'm back. Um... Uh, your quarterback picks, who you got this week? My quarterback picks would be Nick Foles, as you mentioned, and then Brandon Whedon in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Those would be two guys that I would look at if I needed somebody this week. Yeah, Jason Campbell and Kirk Cousins, if they play, I think are mm-hmm. decent options. But as you said, it sounds like Jay Cutler and RG3 are going to try to play. So we'll see how that works out. I'm pretty sure out. the last thing I want to do is put my fantasy playoff potential in Jason Campbell or Kirk Cousins' hands. <laughs> it's just, yeah. uh, it makes me uneasy. Probably not, but it depends what other options are available to That's you true. and what kind of matchups you have. I actually like Washington's matchup against Cleveland quite a bit, but uh, we'll mm. see. So running back-wise, uh, last week the main casualties were um, Ahmad Bradshaw with his knee, Darren McFadden with his ankle, Rashad yeah. Mend- Richard Mendenhall is suspended, yeah. And while Brandon Jacobs is also suspended, although that isn't likely to impact anybody's fantasy team at all this point. All seven yards but, he's gotten you all year. So if you've got Ahmad Bradshaw or Darren McFadden or Richard Mendenhall on your team and you need a replacement or just want to pick up somebody to feel better about your running back depth this week, who should people be looking at? Um, I think Bilal Powell with the Jets could be an interesting deeper pick. Uh, Alex Green in Green Bay and and Joyke Bell out in Detroit, uh, but it's it's kind of sink or swim with your running backs at this point. There's not a lot of guys on the waiver wire that are going to have a ton of upside for you. What do you think? Well, David Wilson was actually available in a couple of my leagues this week, I so just, I I don't know if you're going to see enough out of him this week. I'm I don't know. David well, Wilson makes sound like Bradshaw is going to player if he does that he's kind of iffy. I, I don't expect Wilson to have, you know, 300 plus all-purpose yards, but if mm-hmm. he had 100 or 150, he would still be, you know, a pretty good flex option for this week. But he's somebody I agree with you about, Bilal Powell. Mm-hmm. And uh, D'Angelo Williams had a half-decent game for Carolina last week, although he's probably gone in most leagues. Robert Turbin had a nice game, of course, that was a blowout, so you can't really expect that to happen again. Mark Ingram got some yards last week. I don't like his matchup this week. And then Michael James is pretty well established now as the um, as the number two guy in San Francisco um, behind Frank Gore, so he's somebody else I'd be looking at this week. All right. I can work with those. All right. Wide receiver. 
receiver-wise mean, of course, Des Bryant has got his finger problem. Dwayne Bowe's got rib problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeremy Macklin has a groin problem. Dante Stallworth, not that anybody started him last week, but he was a, he's been placed on the IR after one catch. But so if you've got, uh, so I guess it wasn't a good week to be a, a wide receiver with the initial DB. But so if you had either of the DBs, Des Bryant or Dwayne Bowe, where would you be looking this week if you wanted to replace one of them or at least grab some more wide receiver depth for your team? Denario Alexander's out there in a lot of places. A lot of people gave up on him in the last few weeks, so feel free to go grab him. T.Y. Hilton, Chris Givens out in Indianapolis and St. Louis, respectively, which we tell you every week. And Riley Cooper in Philadelphia is an interesting pick. He and Nick Foles have pretty good rapport, and they are seriously hurting the wide receiver department. He and Jason Avant uh, are kind of the healthiest more experienced of the bunch, so they could be interesting flex options. I wouldn't go any more than a flex option with either of them because this Philly offense is a little unpredictable and it's a Thursday night game, and I'm sick of being burned by these guys on Thursday. Rod Streeter for Oakland is somebody who's had a few nice games in a row now. Andrew Hawkins is still from Cincinnati, still available on waiver wires. Donnie Avery in Indianapolis has had a few Mm -hmm. good games now along with T.Y. Hilton. Uh, Jason Avant, you mentioned already, and then Jordan Shipley has strung two or three nice games I'm so together in a row. That he's finally bouncing back. I love. Yeah, that. I, I picked him up on a in a 32 team league this week that I'm playing in. Was a little surprised I got him, but uh, certainly not disappointed by that. So, mm. so moving right along, tight end wise, Brandon Pettigrew's got an ankle injury. Brett Selleck. Brent Selleck is going to miss this week's game with a concussion. Garrett mm-hmm. Graham's got a concussion. So if you've got um, Pettigrew or Selleck, if you were starting those guys, where should people be looking this week? Um, Dallas Clark is probably not available at this point, but if he is, go and grab him. Jermichael Finley, I've been hating on him all season because he's been terrible. I like his matchup this week. I like what I saw a little bit last week, I think he could be worth a flyer. Um, Clay Harbor in Philadelphia is an interesting pick. I'm kind of on the fence about recommending him. Uh, he is really the only true tight end left there, so by default he is going to get a lot of looks, and he and Foles did work together a lot in the preseason. Uh, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of his hands. <laughs> you're going to get burned a little bit possibly, but he's he is their only option at tight end, so you know he's not splitting catches and looks with other guys for what that's worth. Yeah, I like those guys that you mentioned. I also like Lance Kendricks, and St. Louis seems to have woken up a little bit. Craig Stevens is taking over for uh, Jared Cook, who I think I left off my list, but you know he should have been on there. And um, Tony Scheffler in Detroit, again, you know, wide receiver-wise, you know, they were rolling with um, – yeah, with Chris Durham last week, who, quite honestly, I you know wasn't familiar with before last week. So, you know, I, I still think Scheffler is probably their number, you know, he, he's essentially their number two option in, you know, the or number three option in the passing game now behind, you know, Calvin Johnson and, and perhaps Durham. But uh, anyway, so those are some of the tight ends I like. And believe it or not, we actually had two kicker injuries last week. Uh, we Robbie Bowles has wound up on the IR, and Mike Nugent missed last week's game with a calf injury and is listed as questionable for this week. So if you had either of those guys, who should you be looking to pick up this week? Um, it's kind of the same guys we're, we're telling you every week. Uh, Greg the Leg in St. Louis. Uh, I can never remember the Redskins kicker you always Four Beth. Kai Forbath. I think I'm purposely forgetting him because I don't like seeing him win games for them. Yeah, he's, Kai he's been one of the top scoring kickers since, in the league since he, you know. I know. And back I, to the week he as started. a Cowboys fan, I'd really appreciate that not happening. But, yeah. you know, I can, I'll live with it. Um, I think both of them could be good this week. Uh, Josh Scobie in Jacksonville could be an interesting pick. What do you think? I think I would go just with the two guys that are replacing the banged-up guys, and that's Olindo Mare in Chicago, and Josh Brown had a nice game 
for Cincinnati last week, even though Dallas did win. I think he had four field goals. But mm-hmm. um, so those are the guys. Pardon? <laughs> saw way too much of that guy last week. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, and then defenses, which matchups um, are you – which matchups do you like most this week of the teams that might be available on the waiver wire? Uh, I like Miami against Jacksonville this week. They are they are available in some places. Um, we talked a little bit earlier about Washington and Cleveland. I think that Cleveland, if they're out there, could be an interesting pickup. Um, again, they, they are going to give up some points, but they're probably a better option than a lot that's left on the waiver wire. Um and I think Arizona, if they're out there, not a terrible pick either. I think that for as bad as their offense looks, their defense is pretty solid and getting overlooked because they're so terrible. And granted, last week, not a great showing. I think they're going to look a lot better than they did last week. It's only because Pete Carroll was trying to run up the score on them. He thought he was still at USC and needed yeah. to get a BCS bowl. I'm going to I'm gonna forgive them for that. I think they can recover this week. What do you okay. think? I like Green Bay uh, at Chicago quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I also like yeah. St. Louis at home against Minnesota. And I'll actually go the other way on that Washington-Cleveland game. Uh, I like Cleveland if Cousins is quarterbacking Washington, mm-hmm. but I like Washington regardless of you know who's quarterbacking them. I like their defense's matchup against uh, Brandon Whedon and, and Cleveland this week. Yeah, all right. I can live with that. So why don't we head right into the games then. First up this week is Cincinnati at Philadelphia on Thursday night. There are going to be a lot of – today is 12-12-12, and I'm also predicting that we're going to disagree on 12 of the 16 games and we want to keep count at home. But uh, first up is the Thursday night game, Cincinnati at Philadelphia. I think this is a coin flip game, but I'm going to say that Philadelphia wins this 28-27. I think that Philadelphia is going to win this. I think Cincinnati is the better team, but Philadelphia is the one thing they can always do is win down the stretch when the games don't mean anything and all they're doing is just hurting their draft status. They are pros at that. So I'm pretty sure they're going to win this game. I think it'll be an interesting game. I think it I think it'll be a little higher scoring than some of the Thursday night games we've seen. Um because I think they match up well against each other, but I mean, I wouldn't expect huge, huge numbers out of any of your fantasy guys here. Like we mentioned before, the Eagles are are still without Selleck, Vic, and LaShawn McCoy. So, for what that's worth. Cincinnati, fantasy-wise, I think Andy Dalton's a borderline one or second quarterback. I could go either way on it. I think he's going to put up some points. Uh, Definitely start Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis at running back. I like A.J. Green and Andrew Hawkins at wide receiver. Um, just stay away from Brandon Tate. There's not enough there this week. Uh, I'm going to start tight end Jermaine Gresham. I'm going to start the kicker. I'm going to start the defense. Uh, apparently I'm a little aggressive on the Thursday night game. For as much as I hate it, I still want to start a lot of these players. <laughs> I actually like Marvin Jones a little bit, too. He's started to get into the mix the past few weeks. So we'll see if it becomes a real yeah. high-scoring game. He's essentially their third wide receiver there now, so we'll see. But on the Philadelphia side, I like quarterback Nick Foles. Running back Bryce Brown had a, a pretty lousy game last week, at least compared to his first two games. But I think he'll bounce back with a big game against Cincinnati. Like wide receiver Jason Avant, because he's pretty much the healthiest uh, wide receiver they have at this point. That's not saying also, a lot. <laughs> no, but you know, he is still yeah. standing, and that counts yeah. for something. So yeah. Avant... Tight end Clay Harbor, I would start. Uh, wide receivers Jeremy Macklin and then Riley Cooper. Uh, Macklin's probable with a groin injury. I think of those guys more as flex options for this week. Kicker Alex Henry is okay to start, as is the Philly defense. And as you mentioned before, Michael Vick, LaShawn McCoy, and Brent Selleck are all going to miss the game with concussions, so don't start any of them. But at least Vick and McCoy will be back next week, so that's something for those those of you who will be playing in your championship games next week. Well, Vic, I, th- I think Andy Reid has already said that he wants to keep he's a, uh, go he's with eligible. Foles. He's eligible. But, yeah, he would be eligible <laughs> to, to, you know, just in case Nick Foles got crushed. But uh, anyway, so next game up is the New York Giants at Atlanta. And you spoke badly of 
the Giants last week against New Orleans. Probably, you thought New Orleans was going probably to Probably going to do it again this week, just All right. foreshadowing. <laughs> okay. So, well, we have to get up to 12 games we disagree on, and remarkably we agreed on the first one, so it sounds like we're yeah. going to be one and one after this. But New York is down at Atlanta, which really laid an egg against Carolina last week. Even though they're at home this week, I think Atlanta's struggles are going to continue. David Wilson will have another big game, and I think the Giants win this 34-28. to um, I think the score's reversed. I think Atlanta wins. Uh, I just I, – I mean, they, they did not look good last week, and the Giants definitely looked better last week than Atlanta did. Um, my issue is I think that the Giants are just such an inconsistent team – and I think Atlanta will be able to bounce back. I just, I, I don't, I. So Atlanta's I inconsistent, think and you're picking them to play well. The Giants are inconsistent. You're picking them not to play well. Yes, I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying that's what, what I'm doing. You would pick it. You would pick Arizona over the Giants. I, that's you have not no credibility true. That with me I would not, I would not go that far. Um, <laughs> But granted, I would much prefer the Giants not win this game, although I do think Atlanta is the better team this week. I'm just – it is what it is. We'll see what actually happens. All right, who who on the Giants would you start this I week? I think Eli Manning is more of a second quarterback option this week. I think you have better <laughs> matchups. Um, okay. I, like we talked about earlier, Ahmad Bradshaw is questionable and looking like he may not go. So by default, you kind of got to go with David Wilson. And as much as he makes me crazy, uh, I think there's enough value there that you can start him as a running back this week. You don't have to go with the flex position. You can just straight up running back him. I think you can go ahead and start Victor Cruz. Hakeem Nix is more of a flex play for me this week. Dominic Hickson, although he caught a touchdown finally last week, and Ruben Randall, I'm going to say no to. I'm starting tight end Martellus Bennett, the kicker, but not the defense. I I think this game's going to go down to the wire. All right, from now on, we have a new rule. I have to duct tape my mouth shut when you're talking about the Giants, <laughs> or I'm going to be like Joe Biden was during that debate with Paul Ryan. <laughs> so for Atlanta, speaking of Ryans, I'm going to start Matt Ryan for Atlanta. Wide receivers Julio Jones, I'll start. Roddy White is questionable with a knee injury, so he's a flex option for me. Tight end Tony Gonzalez, go ahead and start. Running backs, Mike, Michael Turner has really fallen off the map this year, especially the last few weeks. Uh, he's a flex option at best. Jacquez Rogers might actually be a better fantasy option at this point, but I think either one of them could be used as a flex. And kicker Matt Bryan is okay. Don't start Atlanta's defense, and don't start wide receiver Harry Douglas, who's questionable with a rib injury. Okay. So, so far we disagree on one game. Next game up is, I think we're going to agree on this one, um, Minnesota at St. Louis. Minnesota's mm-hmm. been sort of up and down. It's really the Adrian Peterson show and not much else. Christian Ponder completed 50% of his passes last week. St. Louis has been a, a, a strange team this year, but I, I think they'll win this game, and I'll say by a score of 24-20. to 20. I thought Bradford would be a lot better this year, I thought he was all recovered from his injury, but I guess he doesn't really have as much talent around him as I thought he did. But I still think they'll win this game. I I agree with you. I think that it's possible at some point here we may get a Joe Webb sighting in Minnesota. Christian Ponder has just been terrible the last couple of weeks, and he he was able to he get it done. Good when handing the ball off. Yeah, if you got points for handing the ball to Adrian Peterson, he would be a superstar. Unfortunately, you don't. <laughs> so, um, really, only if you absolutely have to start Christian Ponder. Um, it's just uh, it's such a bad. It's not a good matchup. It's not a good team. It's just a bad situation. You should, without a doubt, be starting Adrian Peterson. Though he is the only only thing that's exciting about this offense at the moment. Uh, don't start Percy Harvin. He's on IR. We talked about that last week. Don't start Michael Jenkins Jerome or Jerome Simpson. Uh, I do like Jarlis Wright. He's kind of stepped up to the Percy Harvin role. I think you can start him. Uh, I would say no to tight end Kyle Rudolph, no to the kicker, no to the defense. I just don't think there's a ton of value in the Minnesota offense right now. 
the guy that's really disappointed me for them this year is Toby Gerhardt. I thought he was going to be much more involved in their offense, and even if Peterson was healthy, I thought that they would give Gerhardt more touches just to try to save some of the wear and tear on Peterson, but that's obviously not happening. It's been the Adrian Peterson show all day, man. It's, yeah. We we did not – I mean, I don't think a lot of people predicted that the Minnesota offense would look like it looks now. No, no, but I mean, even if they're – even if they were somehow to sneak into the playoffs, which I, I think is mathematically still possible, but highly unlikely that you know, they would be one and done unless they played a team that has no run defense. But anyway, so for St. Louis, I like quarterback Sam Bradford this week, in spite of what I said before. Running back Stephen <laughs> Jackson, he's probable with a foot injury. Wide receivers Brandon Gibson and Chris Givens are somewhat of on yo-yos, but uh, I'll I think both of them are worth starting this week because I think that's how they're going to attack Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And St. Louis's defense is worth starting too. Tight end Lance Kendricks is okay as a flex option. Kicker Greg Zerline is a good start. Wide, uh, running back Daryl Richardson, I was higher on him a few weeks ago, not so much now. Keep him on the bench. And also wide receiver Danny Amendola, who's still questionable with his foot injury. He also belongs on your bench this week. I, just, I wish he could just stay healthy for a season. That would be awesome. Staying healthy is a skill, and some players seem to have it more than others do, and unfortunately he hasn't uh, demonstrated that this year. So onward we go to New Orleans, and that's even with the the bounty ruling in their favor this week, I I think um, that they're pretty much cooked, and I think Tampa Bay is actually going to beat them. I think it's a close game, but I'll say Tampa Bay wins it by a field goal. Tampa Bay 34, New Orleans 31. I think that I agree with you on this that Tampa Bay wins. I think they may get nuts and win it by a touchdown, but they're going to do it late. I think this is going to be a pretty high-scoring game. Um, That being said, I'm pretty excited to start a lot of Tampa Bay players on my fantasy team this week. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to start Josh Freeman as a the only quarterback. I'm okay with that. I think he's got enough points this week. Uh, definitely starting Doug Martin. I'm going to start Vincent Jackson and Mike Williams. I don't know if there's going to be enough there for Taekwon Underwood. I think you have better options as far as a flex player goes, so I'm going to sit him this week. Definitely starting tight end Dallas Clark. I'm starting the kicker, but absolutely not the defense. <laughs> for New Orleans, I would be starting quarterback Drew Brees, wide receivers Marcus Colston and Lance Moore. Tight end Jimmy Graham and kicker um, Garrett Hartley. I don't know why I wrote Graham Cano down. Uh, starts with a G, <laughs> but that's about the only thing those two have in common. <laughs> yeah. um, running backs Pierre Thomas, Darren Sproles are flex options for me. Wide receivers Joseph Morgan and Devery Anderson are flex options. Running back Mark Ingram had a good game last week, but Tampa Bay's run defense is the stingiest in the league, so I would leave him on the mm-hmm. bench this week. He's not involved in their passing game. Same thing, Chris Ivory, questionable with a hamstring injury. Even if we were healthy against that Tampa run defense, I wouldn't start him, but since he's not, that's all the more reason not to start him. Tight end, David Thomas, don't start him and keep the defense for New Orleans on your bench as well. I think that'll be one of the more interesting games this week. Yeah, there, there are a lot of games that should be close. And yeah. The next one is one of the exceptions. I guess it depends how you define close, but Jacksonville and Miami, this this is one game. I know it's last week we had the, the battle of the beltway, and this week we've got the the battle for Florida, or at least two-thirds of the battle the for Florida. It doesn't have quite the battle of the causeways, but uh, I, I don't know. This game, yeah. This, neither one of these teams is, is going to be playing in January, and I, I think Miami's a better team, but that's really not saying much. I think they win it by 10 points. I'll say Miami 23 and Jacksonville 13. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm going to pick Miami to win. This is a game I'm going to be watching because I'm sympathetic to both of these teams for some reason, but uh, it's not going to be one of the better games. Especially fantasy wise. Watch the Giants beat the Falcons instead. It's on at the same time. <laughs> well, I mean, I work in a sports bar. I will have all the games on. But <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but um, fantasy wise, I think Jacksonville's got a really tough matchup here, and I'm I'm gonna recommend starting very few of these people. Uh, it, 
Chad Henney, just he's only a second quarterback option and not an ideal one at best. Miami's given up less than 250 pass yards the last few weeks, and they have a pretty decent pass defense. Um, other problem is Cecil Short, Cecil Shorts, I always want to call him Cecil, is still out with his concussion, and the running back carousel continues to roll. Uh, Montel Owens seems to be the winner in the clubhouse for the moment, and I he think he's more. pretty good last week. Yeah, I just against Miami, I think he's only a flex option at best. I just don't know right. if he's got enough points. Um, as far as the wide receiver goes, Justin Blackman's really the only one to start. I'd stay away from even tight end Mercedes Lewis this week. I am still going to start the kicker Josh Kobe, but definitely not the defense. Would you be okay with starting Jordan Shipley as a flex option? Actually, yeah, I could. I could go with that. I just, I really like Jordan Shipley. I was yeah, so I, bummed I out when he blew his knee out. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, Miami quarterback Ryan Tannehill, I would start him. Running back Reggie Bush and wide receiver Brian Hartline and the defense are all good starts this week. Wide receiver Devon Bess is questionable with a back injury, so to me he's a flex option at this point. If he's healthy enough to play, maybe you know bump him up. Tight end Anthony Fasano is a flex option at best. Kicker Dan Carpenter is okay. And running backs, uh, um, um, Dwayne Thomas, not Dwayne Thomas, why do I call him that? <laughs> Daniel. Daniel Thomas. <laughs> you Dwayne never Thomas. want to call him Daniel, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Dwayne Thomas, That's a, he was a cowboy many, many years ago, so like yeah, 40 years ago. So Definitely not uh, playing for the Dolphins today. <laughs> no, he's not playing for the Dolphins this week, but Daniel Thomas is, but you shouldn't start him, and then Lance Miller um, should also be on your bench this week. Or it's not Lance Lamar, excuse me. You just really hate the Miami running backs. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what that is. I, I just, well, as long as they're not named Reggie Bush, they don't need to be in your lineup this week. So <laughs> let's just fair. move on <laughs> and talk about Indianapolis at Houston. And these two teams seem to be heading in other in opposite directions. Houston Man, had a couple yeah. of, of wins in a row, and now they're, you know, look like they've forgotten how to play defense in the last few weeks. Indianapolis looks like they're, you know, they've got the Midas touch right now, but I think both of those trends are going to reverse themselves this week. Houston will win this game easily. I'll say Houston 37, Indianapolis 24. I disagree. I think Indianapolis is going to, I guess, I guess it would be an upset. After how they looked last week, it's hard to say it'd be an upset, but I think Indianapolis wins by touchdown. Um, I just, I'm scared for Houston right now. I just, I think that game last week might have broken them. I really do. Um, fantasy-wise, I'm definitely starting Andrew Luck. Don't start Donald Brown. He is not playing. Uh, Vic Ballard, more of a flex option for me. Even though Houston's defense looked terrible last week, they still are pretty decent against the run. I'm starting Reggie Wayne. I'm starting Donnie Avery. T.Y. Hilton, I'm good with being a flex option. Say no to the tight ends, Dwayne Allen and Cody Fleener. I just I think you have better matchups. Uh, no kicker, no defense. I think there are a lot of points scored here, but I do think Indianapolis is going to come out on top. So for Houston, I think they will bounce back, and therefore I'm going to tell you to start quarterback Matt Schaub, running back Arian Foster, wide receiver Andre Johnson, tight end Owen Daniels, who's probable with a bad back, and kicker Shane Graham. Running back Ben Tate, probable with a hamstring injury, supposedly um, hopscotched over or leapfrogged over. Take your pick, Justin Forsett, who's probable with any injury. So I, I think, and again, this is all based on my assumption that Houston's going to win this game by a couple of touchdowns, but I think Tate gets the meaningful carries in this game. So I'm okay with starting him as a flex option. Wide receivers Kevin Walter and um, Lester Jean, I think, are decent flex options. And the defense is okay to start. I would not start running back Justin Forsett. Wide receivers Devere Posey and Keyshawn Martin and tight end uh, Graham Garrett is, excuse me, Garrett Graham is (laughs) probable. It works either way. He's got two first names or two last names. Take your pick. But either way, I don't think he belongs in your starting lineup. He's that he's listed now as probable with that concussion injury, but I, I think that uh, he's he's not a good choice this week. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. So onward, Washington 
at Cleveland. I don't think it matters whether RG3 starts or Kirk Cousins. I think either way that Washington is going to rely heavily on their ground game this week, although I think they'll still have some decent passing totals with either of those guys. But I think Washington wins this game pretty easily. I'll say Washington 30, Cleveland 21. You see, I I agree Washington will win this game and continue to drive me crazy as a Cowboys fan, but I think this is going to be a close game. I think this is going to be a really good game to watch. I I had no respect for Cleveland coming into this year. I I fully stand by that, but... Probably didn't have any respect for them after the first five games of this year either. Not so much. And I did, I did predict at midseason that Brandon Whedon was going to be better than Alex Smith down the stretch. I'm excited that worked out for me. But Cleveland's kind of been a pleasant surprise. They haven't been as as much of a train wreck as I really expected them to be. And I think that with RG3 being a little banged up, maybe isn't going to be quite as mobile as he normally is, and they've got some a decent pass defense, I think that, that this could stay close and they could keep them kind of honest. Um, I am still going to start a lot of players on Washington. As, as close as I still think this game is going to be, um, I think you can start RG3. Uh, I think you can start Alfred Morris. Uh, I like Pierre Garçon and Santana Moss, Josh Morgan and Leonard Hankerson I'm staying away from, not starting the tight ends, not starting the kicker or the defense, because I do think Cleveland's going to put some points up here. For Cleveland, I would start quarterback Brandon Whedon, running back Trent Richardson, probable with a rib injury, wide receiver Josh Gordon, tight end Ben Watson. I think those guys are good starts. Wide receiver Greg Little bounced back a little bit last week, so I think he's a decent flex option this week. Running back Montario Hardesty, probable with a knee injury. He, I would not start him. He had a good game against the Chiefs last week, but again, that's because they were winning in a blowout. It's the only reason he really got that many carries. Wide receivers, Mohamed Masakwa, Travis Benjamin, and Josh Cribbs are all should be bound to your bench this week. Not literally, but... And then uh, kicker Phil Dawson and the defense are also bench-worthy this week. Okay. Next up, we have another interesting game. This one, I think, is going to be close. Green Bay at Chicago. I think Green Bay wins this by a field goal. I'll take them to win it in a relatively low-scoring game. Green Bay 24, Chicago 21. I think that it's possible that Green Bay will blow out Chicago this week. I Chicago has looked not so good this last few weeks. Granted, Green Bay's defense is not quite as strong as it possibly could be, but I think Aaron Rodgers is just going to... He's getting better, and they might get Clay Matthews and... Um, and it, um, it looks like Clay Matthews is going to play. Charles Woodson uh, back this week. So that's so we'll good. See. Um, but I think that most of this is happening through the air. I definitely want to start uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'm saying no to all of the running backs. Alex Green, Ryan Grant, and his one carry. I don't care who it is. I just... I just don't think it's going to happen regardless. I know that Adrian Peterson put some yards up on that, that Bears run defense, but nobody on this this roster is Adrian Peterson. So let's let's step away from that statistic last week and reevaluate here. <laughs> I think you should just stay away from it altogether. Uh, do start Randall Cobb. I would start James Jones. I'm not going to start Jordy Nelson. This is a rare thing. I'm staying away from him, Donald Driver, Greg Jennings, all of them. Randall Cobb's getting open the most, so I'm inclined to start him the highest out of this bunch. Like we talked about earlier, I'm going to start tight end Michael Finley. No kicker, but I am starting the defense. I just don't think Chicago's going to put up much of a fight. Did you see today where Michael Finley said that the Bears' defense is better without Brian Urlacher? Yeah. Is is Jermichael Finley trying to get murdered? I think that he might actually die one day, and it's going to somehow come back to the Bears and Brian Urlacher. Who says things like that? That's not. Yeah, he's just, yeah I don't know why you want to give your one of your rivals. Uh, this, is, this is exactly why he is not going to be employed in Green Bay after this year. He's crazy. Yeah, I, I think he'll last there, but we'll see. But, yeah, this, yeah, this game's pretty much for the division, but uh, we'll see. For Chicago, running back Matt Forte is a good start. Wide receiver Brandon Marshall is a good start, especially if Jay Cutler starts. Cutler and Jason Campbell, whichever one of those two guys starts, I think is a good second quarterback option this week. Wide receivers Alshon Jeffrey and Devin Hester are good flex options. 
Tight end Talon Davis, possibly a flex option, although he's listed as questionable with a bad knee right now. Defense is okay to start. Running back Michael Bush is questionable with a rib injury. Stay away from him this week. Wide receiver Earl Bennett, questionable with a concussion. Stay away. Kicker Robbie Gold is on IR, and Orlando Mare is not on IR, but I wouldn't start him even though he's not on IR. (laughs) Good advice. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, it's helpful to remind people that they don't want to start people that are listed on IR. Yeah. Yeah. So next up is Denver at Baltimore. I think this is a real interesting game, one of the more interesting games of the day. And right now, if you pointed the proverbial gun to my head and said, who are the Super Bowl teams going to be, I, I would say Denver and Green Bay. And accordingly, I think Denver wins this game. I'll pick them to win 31-28, to and I think Baltimore's season is starting to go south. They'll still make it into the playoffs because Pittsburgh is not going to win out, but uh, I don't think they're playoff I would be very excited off. to see a Green Bay-Denver Super Bowl. It would it'd be – we could talk about the old John Elway-Brett Favre years in the 90s. That would be a lot of fun. That could be some well, good build-up. There'd be a lot of offense in that game, but anyway. Yeah, so who do you I'm, like on Denver cool this week? Um, I like a lot of people on Denver this week. I'm, I, like you said, Denver's, go, or Baltimore's going the wrong way. Denver's definitely trending up. I'm interested to see how Baltimore's offense looks with a new offensive coordinator, but I am starting Peyton Manning, Sean Moreno, Demarius Thomas, Eric Decker. Don't start Brandon Stokely. Not enough, enough looks right now. No tight ends, but I am starting kicker and the defense. I think Denver wins by 10. Well, I think one difference you'll see right away is Bernard Pierce probably won't get as many carries. He's questioning oh, the back injury anyway. but Sure, uh, hope he doesn't. <laughs> like that was one of the reasons that uh, Cam got canned. But Yeah. So quarterback Joe Flacco, I would start him this week. Running back Ray Rice, probable with a hip injury, start him. Start wide receivers Antoine Bolden and Torrey Smith. Tight end Dennis Pitt is a good start. Wide receiver Jacoby Jones, probable with an ankle injury. He's a flex option for me this week. Okay to start kicker Justin Tucker. Running back Bernard Pierce, questionable with a back injury, as I mentioned. Don't start him. Don't start tight end Ed Dixon, who's questionable with a back injury. And don't start the Ravens defense either. Okay. I can live with that. All right. Next we go to another toss-up game. This one between two teams that will not make the playoffs, and that's Carolina at San Diego, the first of the Sunday late games. And there are a few more late games this week, which is nice. I'm excited but, about that. I yeah. hate the, the imbalance. It makes me crazy. All right. Well, then we you'll Finally. be happy this week, and this <laughs> game should be an entertaining one. I think a lot of people gave up on Philip Rivers after a string of bad performances, and then all of a sudden he pulls that one out of his uh, rabbit's hat last week against Pittsburgh, but I I think, to me, this is a coin flip game, but I'll pick Carolina to bounce back and win this 24-23. I'm definitely taking San Diego to win this. As dysfunctional as they've looked, I think that we see the return of Denario Alexander this week, and it's going to work out. I just, I am not excited about Carolina's run game. I'm real concerned. Uh, I think you can start Cam Newton because I think he's going to be the leading rusher on this team this week, and he's got to throw some touchdowns for them to have any chance of winning this game. I don't want to start Jonathan Stewart. I don't want to start D'Angelo Williams. I don't want to start Mike Tolbert. I don't want anything to do with these running backs. I don't care what D'Angelo Williams did last week. Um, I am starting Steve Smith. Brandon LaFell looks like he's not playing again this week. Not excited about that. Lewis Murphy could be an interesting flex option. He kind of, by default, is going to get more looks because Hugh Smith... He got a lot of targets last week. I just just don't know how much offense there's going to be. That's what concerns me. I don't think this is going to be quite as high scoring as maybe you do. Um, Tight end Greg Olson I like, but not the kicker or the defense. I don't think 24-23 is particularly high scoring, but and I agree with you. I don't think Carolina is going to be able to run much, but you know I think by almost by necessity they're going to spend. I, I'd be surprised if Cam Newton doesn't throw the ball 40 times this week, but yeah. we'll see. We For San Diego, I like quarterback Philip Rivers. I think he'll have another good game. Running back Ryan Matthews, wide receiver Denario Alexander, tight end Antonio Gates. Uh, running back Ronnie Brown, questionable with a groin injury. If he's healthy enough to play, I think he's a decent flex option because San Diego likes to throw the ball to him. 
wide receivers, Malcolm Floyd and Robert Meacham, flex options, kicker, Nick Novak, okay, defense, okay, and wide receiver, Eddie Royal, questionable hamstring, not okay. Don't start him. Okay. I'll work with that. Next up, we've got the Seattle 58-0 run-up-the-score Pete Carroll Seahawks playing the, the Buffalo Bills, and this is another toss-up game for me, and I'm going to say that Buffalo wins this in a wild upset. I'll take Buffalo to win this by a field goal. I'll go Buffalo 27, Seattle 24. I can actually agree with you on this. Um, I just, somebody has to win this game. Somebody's got to put up enough offense, too. And I think it's going to be Buffalo, and I just I still think there's some value in Seattle, though, this week. Uh, the Buffalo defense is terrible. I think Russell Wilson still is only a second quarterback option. Definitely start Marshawn Lynch. Uh, I like Golden Tate this week, Doug Baldwin even, and Sidney Rice could be a flex option. Um, just no to the tight end Zach Miller. I am starting the kicker, and I I might be inclined to start the Seattle defense, even though I think Buffalo still wins this game. I think it's going to be lower scoring, and they've got a chance to grab some turnovers as opposed to maybe some other defensive matchups this week. So for Buffalo, I would start quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick, running back C.J. Spiller almost by default with Fred Jackson done for the year now. Um, C.J. Mm-hmm. Spiller probable with a shoulder injury. Start him. Wide receiver Steve Johnson, start him. Wide receiver T.J. Graham and Donald Jones are both flex options for me. Jones is probable with a calf injury. Tight end Scott Chandler, questionable with a groin injury. He's a flex option for me. Kicker Ryan Lindell, okay to start. Defense, okay to start. And as you mentioned, running back Fred Jackson, done for the year, not okay to start. No, don't start Fred Jackson. <laughs> yeah. So, unless you're playing in a league that gives points for starting guys on IR, but if you are oh, man, playing in a league so like that. I'd so good at that league. I would be, I'd absolutely win it every year. I'm so yeah. good at drafting guys who go on IR. Whew. Yeah. Spend, <laughs> your, uh, spend your waiver wire dollars on Ryan Williams <laughs> this week. Yes. <laughs> All right. So for Detroit at Arizona, this game, uh, neither of these teams are, are going anywhere this year, but uh, mm-hmm. somebody's got to win this game, and I think it'll be Detroit. And Arizona, I don't think it matters who plays quarterback for them. They're not going to amount to enough offense. It is It and, is going to be Ryan Lindley, but like we were talking about before the show, we're using the again. term quarterback very loosely. Sorry to Ryan yeah. Lindley, but it's just not pretty. Well, whether Lindley or or Cobb or Skelton or you know whomever is their chief hander offer, I don't think it matters much. And I, think I like Detroit that wins. term, chief hander offer. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Detroit wins this. Twenty-seven ten. I'll I'll say that it's. it's this not is one of the games fun. I am not excited to watch this week. Yeah. Um, so they give you extra games at four o'clock, and look what they give you. It just it's like they don't even want me to be happy. It's like the schedule maker hates me. I don't know. <laughs> well, we know um, which late game you're gonna be watching anyway and it's not uh, gonna yeah. be this Spoiler one. alert, we're gonna talk about it soon. Yeah. Um Matt Stafford really only a second quarterback option. He's playing Arizona who's not good, but their defense is the best thing they have going. Uh I like Michaela Shore, I like Joyke Bell, uh, I like Calvin Johnson. No to the other wide receivers, including Chris Dunham or Durham, who's kind of come on a little bit of late. He's one of these late signings they've had to be scrambling to get because everyone's going on IIR or just becoming contract. I'm looking for Mike Thomas. He didn't get any targets, but he got two carries. What's up with that? I don't know. I'm not really sure what to make of it. I We were excited about his potential last week, but we didn't really think he was going to be a running back. <laughs> I was talking about Brian Rubisky. Forget him. I mean, his Durham <laughs> character is... There you go. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I don't think he's eligible to start in the running back spot, so I, I would stay away from him this week. Uh, no to the tight ends, all of them. I am going to start with the defense, but not the kicker. It's just this is not going to be that fun of a game. For Arizona, Rob Hausler, questionable with a knee injury. Maybe he's a flex option. The defense, I think, is okay to start, but just I'll, I'll keep this short and simple. There's nobody else on Arizona that you want to start, and that includes Larry Fitzgerald, unfortunately. Sorry, Larry. <laughs> yeah, well, his dad will have something to write about again this week. But there you go. Hopefully they won't quit. Good. So, All right. anyway, Ten moving minutes, on. Four games, let's do this. 
you know, we, we've got this. Kansas City at Oakland, uh, maybe this is a homer pick, but both of these teams are really bad. I think somebody's, again, somebody's got to win. I think it's going to be Kansas City. I'll pick them to win by a field goal, 23 to 20, and I can almost guarantee that you're going to disagree with me on this. Actually, I'm going to shock the world. I'm going to pick Kansas City to win this game. <laughs> are you feeling okay? I, I don't know. I might be getting sick. I'm it might not be sure the first time in three years of doing the show that you pick them. I th- that actually might be true. I don't. It might be a true stat. Um, I think they're going to win this game. Who would you pick solely. if Kansas City were playing the Giants? I'm just curious. I would pick the Giants. As oh, much okay. as I hate them, I am I'm okay. somewhat rational about them. Somewhat. Mm. Um, I, th- <laughs> I think I agree Jamal with Charles everything you said. Up is, to somewhat is the only reason that Kansas City is going to win this game. Uh, Brady Quinn, only a second quarterback option. Start Jamal Charles. He's going to have a huge day. I am beyond excited about him this week. Uh, don't start Dwayne Bowe. He's probably not playing with a rib injury. Jonathan Baldwin, I think, is the only receiver I'm really interested in, unless you're in a really deep league. Maybe Dexter McCluster is a flex player. Don't start the tight end. Don't start the kickers. Don't start the defense. Pretty much just start Jamal Charles and Jonathan Baldwin. I saw some people picking up Terrence Copper in a few leagues that I was in this week. I don't know. I'd I'd rather go pick up pretty much anybody else. <laughs> I just no. don't think they put up enough points. Yeah, I, I don't think they will either. And what they do put up will probably be Jamal Charles or or field goals. But uh, mm-hmm. for Oakland, yeah, Kansas City's pass defense is pretty good, and Oakland's run defense, run offense, their running game is a mess. You know, Darren McFadden is probable with an ankle injury, but I, I still don't trust him and would not start him. Um, uh, Rod Streeter has been playing a lot better, wide receiver Rod Streeter, so I would start him. I'd be willing to start him and tight end um, Brandon Myers. Quarterback Carson Palmer, second quarterback for me. Running backs Marcel Reese and Mike Goodson, flex options. Wide receivers, Darius Hayward-Bay and Denarius Moore, flex options, defense okay. Uh, running backs, Darren McFadden and Taiwan Jones, stay away from those guys. Stay away from wide receiver, Jordan Kreiner and kicker, Sebastian Janikowski. If we could just get McFadden some some fake ankles, just do some kind of ankle replacement, I think he'd be okay. I think we'd be uh, all right. He's another one of those guys we were talking before about how staying healthy is a skill, and that's one skill that he does not possess. I think we can say pretty confidently after his having been in the league. Honestly, though, I'm like legally a disabled person. I really have no room to be talking about people like this. I'm not so good at staying healthy. I should probably lay off them. Yeah, but but you're you're not not on anybody's fantasy football team, so that's okay. You can you can have weak ankles, so. Yeah, if you if you have to decide between starting Ryan Williams and Jana this week, I'd go with Jana. But just barely. I definitely have a higher ceiling this week for sure because I'm not on anybody's IR except no, my back that's doctors. True. <laughs> that's right. So Pittsburgh at Dallas. Eh, this game this, is another. This could have been up. a good game if Pittsburgh was healthy. I don't know. Well, it's I not think like it'll Dallas still be a good game. I think. Big I would have ben liked to see these two teams at full strength play each other. Right, but they're not. I mean, Dallas, uh, even if he plays Bryant, is likely not going to be 100%. We only need him for the second half. That's okay. I can live with that. Yeah, well, I guess if he has another half to let his finger heal, then he'll probably be fine. I'm sure, but I'm sure that will make all the difference. Yeah, just... Probably. They can just put him in a hyperbaric <laughs> chamber for another couple hours, and he'll be fine. But... <laughs> Regardless of whether Des Bryant plays or not, I think that Dallas is going to win this game, and I think it'll be largely on the strength of their passing game. I'll say Dallas 24, Pittsburgh 21. Um, I can agree with that. I just if I Pittsburgh, knew you would. I well, yeah. I mean, that's not that surprising. If Pittsburgh had less stress now, how come in their run pick game, Dallas, and you're not capable of picking the Giants. I don't. You're get a that. bigger person than I am. I do occasionally pick the Giants. I don't like doing no, it, but I do do I'm it. I'm just so rattling well. your cage. It has nothing to do. <laughs> well, the only way I'm bigger than you is girth-wise, but that's beside <laughs> the point. Um, the Steelers. Uh, it's it's tough. Ben Roethlisberger is clearly still not healthy, and his offensive line is not either. Uh, I think he's a two quarterback, a second quarterback option this week. 
I I think it's awesome that he's playing. He's a little bit crazy, and I like it. I just don't know if you want to pin all your fantasy playoff hopes on him. Dallas, they do block the pass well. That is the one thing you can consistently count on them to do. Uh, start Jonathan Dwyer, the only running back you should be starting. Like we mentioned, Mendenhall is not even going to be active this week. He's a little cranky and pretty much a waste product at this point. I like Mike Wallace at wide receiver. I would say no to the rest of the bunch. Uh, tight end Heath Miller I'm on the fence about. I think he's going to get a lot of targets, but I just, I'm worried. I don't think he's going to have a ton of opportunities the way they play coverage. I am starting the kicker. I am starting the defense. I don't think this will be super high scoring. I, this has nothing to do with football, but whenever we think of Richard Mendenhall or whenever I hear Richard Mendenhall's name mentioned now, I can't help but thinking of his his ill-advised uh, tweet when Osama bin Laden was killed and he said he didn't understand why people were celebrating and that he you know, thought we should get you know, his side of the things too or that it would help people to try to see things through Osama bin Laden's side too. And I just, he lost me at that point. He, I think he lost a lot of things at that point. <laughs> yeah. So for Dallas, wide receiver Miles Austin, tight end Jason Witten, and the defense are all good starts this week. Quarterback Tony Romo, Pittsburgh, yeah, they're missing Ike Taylor, but that's still a pretty potent defense. So to me, he's a second quarterback. I've had a couple leagues this week where I have to decide between starting Tony Romo and Carson Palmer, and I'm I'm actually leaning towards Palmer, but we'll see. Running back, uh, DeMarcus Murray. DeMarco Murray is questionable with a foot injury. He's a flex option for me. Same thing, wide receiver Des Bryant, questionable with his finger injury. Kicker, Dan Bailey, okay. Running back, Felix Jones, don't start. And don't start wide receivers, Kevin Ogletree or Dwayne Harris, who both figure to get a little more playing time than usual this week with Bryant banged up. All right, let's look at Sunday night. Sunday night game, we've got... San Francisco at New England, and San Francisco has one of the best defenses in the league, but you're not going to be able to tell that after New England gets done with them. I think New England wins, makes yet another uh, supposed Super Bowl contender look foolish this week. I'll say New England 34, San Francisco 27. I'm going to say New England 34, San Francisco 24. I think this is going to be... Uh, it's going to look a lot like last week did for New England. Uh, I am still going to start Colin Kaepernick. I think he's going to get enough rush yards to make it worth your while. I'm starting Frank Gore. I'm starting Michael Crabtree. Uh, saying no to the rest of the wide receivers. No to Delaney Walker. But yes to Vernon Davis. Uh, no kicker, no defense. Absolutely do not start their defense this week. I don't care who they're calling themselves, San Francisco. Don't look at the stats the rest of the year. Just look at the fact that New England is so good this time of year. I, I agree. I would not start their, their defense this week. Quarterback Tom Brady, obviously start him. Running back Stephen Ridley, wide receiver Wes Welker, tight end Aaron Hernandez, and kicker Stephen Gostkowski, all great starts this week. You know New England must be feeling really cocky now because they're listing all their players as probable on the injury report <laughs> instead of questionable. I think but, I think Tom Brady's newborn child is listed as probable at this point this week. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully it'll make it through to tomorrow. But So all those guys are, are, are good starts. Running back Shane Vereen, wide receiver Brandon Lloyd in the defense are flex options for me. Running back Danny Woodhead, do not start. Wide receiver Dante Stallworth, do not start. And tight end uh, Rob Gronkowski, He's supposedly questionable with a forearm injury, which means he's getting pretty close, but yeah. I don't think we're going to see him this week, and even if we do, I, I still think Aaron Hernandez is going to be much more of a factor in the game than Gronkowski, mm-hmm. which means he'll probably catch four touchdown passes now, but uh, I, I would uh, take my chances and keep him on the bench. All right, one minute. Jets in Tennessee. Let's do this. Uh, coin toss. I, I think Tennessee wins it. I'll say 23-20. to 20. I'm picking Tennessee to win, and I think they win by a touchdown. I just this could be an interesting game, though. Uh, Mark Sanchez only second quarterback option. I am gonna start Sean Green and Bella Powell this week. Gonna start Jeremy Curley and the kicker, but nobody else. No other wide receivers. No tight end. No defense. What do you think? I actually think Braylon Edwards in a really deep league wouldn't be a bad flex option, just because. Maybe. Even if he's not healthy, you know that they're going to force the ball to him to try to justify why they got him back. True. At this point, you got to do something. You sign him this yeah. late, you have to at least put him on the field. 
So for Tennessee, running back Chris Johnson, really good start this week. Wide receiver Kenny Britt is the only receiver I would start. Defense, okay. Quarterback Jake Locker, second quarterback at best. Wide receivers Nate Washington and Kendall Wright. Flex options, kicker Rob Baronis, okay. And uh, tight end Craig Stevens taking over for Jared Cook. I would not start him. Okay. Uh, We have reached the end of the Week 15 matchups. Uh, Like we said, if you have any questions about your lineup, there are a number of ways to get a hold of us throughout the week. Uh, We will be back here again next week from 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time to help you with your fantasy football championships, which I'm sure you're all going to get to. Uh, Throughout the week, you can find us at FantasyFootballSherpa.com, at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page on Facebook, uh, on Twitter at the number 4THNInchesShow. That's the number 4THNInchesShow. Our email handle is the same, the number 4THNInchesShow at gmail.com. You can also find us at our personal Twitter accounts. I am JKIM16, and Sherpa is fantasy underscore Sherpa. Thank you so much for listening, guys, and good luck in your leagues this week, unless, of course, you were playing me. Then terrible luck to you. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 right, exactly. And uh, belated <laughs> happy birthday to you, Janet, for last Thank week. Thank you. And Cowboys kind of uh, did me a solid, thankfully. <laughs> what was that? Cowboys actually won for me. I'm excited about it. <laughs> yeah, that, that was nice of them. Um, as long as you didn't go out with any of them after the game no, and uh, get no, in the no. car with them. The Definitely dope. not. But, uh, and then uh, also happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate, and good luck in your games this week. Have a great we'll week, and we'll be next back weekend. next week. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.